Hello, friends, and welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm joined, as always, by Kai and Ben. Guys, it's been a minute. I mean, for the for the listeners at home, it's only been a it's week, been a but minute, for us, minute, it's been a hot second since we've been behind the wheel, yeah. the old podcasting Fuck. wheel. Two weeks, bro. Yeah. Yeah. How was Coachella, by the way? Yeah. I've been waiting to ask you. <laughs> Coachella was good. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I had a good was time. Was it very Coachella? It was very Coachella. It's not, mm. you know, I hate people, so that's probably... And I heard there was a, a lot of people this year, too. There, I mean, I think there's always a lot of people. It's a music festival. I This yeah. is my first one, so I can't really speak to uh, past years in comparison, but uh, I had a good time. People were good. Frank Ocean was, uh, was, was good. Um, despite mm. the I that's endless went, like... fucking uh, avalanche of hatred and virality that came after that performance, he did show up an hour late. He did leave early, but he did play like 18 songs and sang most of them. And that's all I wanted. All I wanted to do that's was hear good. White Ferrari live and solo live. And it happened. Uh, and there, ironically, there was an argument. So Jordan, my partner, was going uh, on a school trip to Las Vegas the week before, and we were like, I wanted to go weekend one because I knew there was a very real possibility that Frank Ocean would not perform the second weekend uh, yeah. because it's Frank Ocean, and he's a fucking crazy person, uh, and that's why I love him. Uh, and I was right, so I feel very validated because I was like, no, I have to go weekend one. There's no way that I can't because I will miss him, and he didn't perform the second weekend, so... Yeah, so that's <laughs> wild to me. The uh, prospect of just like being like, I'm not doing one. I didn't know that Coachella was two weekends, yes. and like two, just being like, I'm not doing that weekend. Also, seems like, like a the very closest... Frank Ocean thing to do. Be like, I mean, I'm good. I, I don't know anything about I, the guys. If so. I was him, I also wouldn't perform the second weekend because quite literally every publication and person on the internet was like, this guy's fucking ridiculous. It was the worst performance I've ever seen. Like, you wouldn't want to go back out there. You'd be like, no, fuck oh, okay, you guys. No, fuck I'm not, not going to do yeah. that. Uh, also, I heard that like, he also just doesn't love performing live either. No, he, he hasn't performed live since 2017. That was yeah. the, the last time he's performed live. Well, he so doesn't. When I, f- when I found out he was going for Frank Ocean, sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. No. Um... I was like, I don't know who this dude is. So I was like, I need to look at who he was. Wow. And then, no, everything I saw about him was just like, look how shit this set from 2017 was. <laughs> look how shit this performance yeah. was. And it's like, well, no wonder why the dude hasn't performed in six fucking years. Like, well, he's also, he's, he's a recluse. He hasn't released an album since 2016. He yeah. doesn't like interacting with the public or the media. Uh, which only makes him more famous. Uh, it's the reason that he can still headline Coachella despite not releasing yeah. an album that in uh, ten years. That's an interesting that mentality the because yeah, right? because you're like, oh, I love making music, but I'm I'm fucking good at it and everyone likes it. But I'm an introvert and don't want to fucking talk to people. I don't want to hang out with fans. I just want to make music, I, and unfortunately, it's good. Yeah. I don't even know if he's an introvert. I just think he's like really eccentric and doesn't. I mean, that's the same as like System of Down though. System of Down haven't released an album in like 13 years. They just tour playing the four albums that they have released and people fucking yeah. eat it up. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't even tour them. <laughs> doesn't, <Nope>. doesn't do <laughs> he, he very famously uh, hustled Def Jam Records out of $20 million and then kind of just was like, 
I'm gonna fuck off for a while. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, and I know I know he's a freak. He's he's bailed on performances before. He was supposed to play Coachella in 2020, and that mm-hmm. obviously didn't happen. And right. he said he he came out and explained the reason that he was doing these performances because everyone assumed it was because he was releasing an album, and he was like, I'm not releasing an album. Uh, but his brother died uh, <laughs> yeah. last year. Um, and his brother was younger. His brother was like 17 years old. He died in a car accident. And I, he came out and was like, hey, the reason I'm playing is because Ryan, my brother, really loved Coachella. I hate it here. He's like, I hate the dust. It makes it gives me respiratory issues. But like, I'm here for him. Um, and because he would have loved to see me do this. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then people were like, hmm. you're the devil. I hate you. And your performance was terrible. And he's like, yeah, okay, everyone I'm, dies. I'm fucking done. Get over it, buddy. Mm hmm. Jesus, man. So, yeah. so I, I uh, bucket list. I got to see Frank Ocean perform live, and mm-hmm. it seriously may be the last time he ever performs live. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you got there right, right at the end. You're like, judging, yep. judging by the fact that the last time he performed live was 2017, and then that was a six year break. I, and he's he's old already, at like 35 or whatever, or old for a performing artist. Uh, and yeah. someone's not releasing music. I'm like okay, so he's like uh, but successful, other high- so you can just do nothing and be like, yeah. I'm, oh, he I'm he'll ne- he he right now will never have to work for the rest of his yeah. life if he didn't want to. Uh, he also has a very successful jewelry company, uh, which made tens of billions of dollars this year, so he's fine. Uh, but you aside from Frank Ocean, video games. Well, let I me give my highlights. This is the Frank Ocean. Who, who to listen to? This is a Frank Ocean podcast. I'm taking over. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be dissecting the album Blonde today. Uh, uh, Boy Genius, which is Phoebe Bridger's band, very good. You should listen to them. They're like a folk indie band. Dominic Ooh. Fike, surprisingly good. Uh, I didn't know him uh, other than being an actor in Euphoria, uh, but his music, uh. very good. And I've been nonstop listening to his music uh, since because his performance was so fucking good. Wow. Um, so you found some new artists from Coachella that you enjoyed. I, I did. I did find some new artists from Coachella that I enjoyed. And That's I would go it's... back. It was such a good experience that I was like, I will return. Uh, okay, wow. so let's let's get into this episode, Fun times. guys. Right, a little uh, a little preamble. Let's get into the housekeeping before we jump on in. Play along podcast is a podcast where we play through games in a book club format. What we do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then uh, come together and break that game into sections and talk about an individual section every week. We dive into everything involving the game, but more importantly, we dive deep into the story and the narrative. So if you're trying to avoid spoilers for whatever we're playing, either play the game first or... You can play along with us. And if that sounds interesting, you can head to playalongpod.com to have all of our content accessible to you. We also have some bonus content, too, if you're wanting to pay a little bit. Help us keep the lights on over here where we have roundtable discussions. We have guests. We do drafts, which is a lot of fun. And then the higher tier, we are doing a video game-themed D&D podcast that has been handcrafted, created by Ben himself. Apparently, he has some dastardly ideas uh, planned, so very excited. Mm. That is back in full force. We recorded an episode, and we are back on the D&D grind, which we're all very excited for. Mm-hmm. The next episode we record may go out to everyone, just because I want to try and ramp up production <laughs> value. Yeah. And there's also, there's also surprises, so... Ooh, we'll see. We love surprises. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to take a quick music break here. When we come back, we're going to dive into track three of Hi-Fi Rush. 
in the last episode, we ended that with fighting Rekka. Yeah, Rekka was the last boss that we had defeated uh, in the beginning of this. And now we're, we are on the track to defeating each one of the bosses and getting their kind of access chip so we can kind of shut down the plans of Van... Van... Vanderlei? Vandalay? Yes, Vandalay. Vandalay. Yes. Yes, so we start track three. This is called Trial by Volcanic Fire, and this is a magma level. And I, I don't know about you guys, but this level in particular reminded me of, of Ratchet and Clank 100%. Like... The entire time walking through this, this felt like if you just like swap Chai out for like Ratchet, I'd be like, yeah, this is a Ratchet and Clank game. Never played it. Can't comment. We Ooh, I changed that. Yes, man. you're right. It is very of that generation. Uh, this whole game feels like it's made in the wrong time, though. It's so. Inspired, yeah, by yeah. this. Um, yeah, so now we are here and we are trying to track down what's his name? Zanzo. Zanzo, who is the next yes. boss that we have to take the out. Head um, of yeah. R and D for Vandalin. Head of R and D indeed. Correct. Um the, this level is interesting. There's uh, there's a lot of like I said, that Ratchet and Clank style platforming that we had seen a lot of I feel like we see these in all games. We've seen this in Wind Waker 2 where, where it's like the, the piece of rock that's floating in the magma and then there's the magma geyser that pushes it up so you can go and continue up to the very standard mm -hmm. for these kind of platformers. But I, I really enjoyed this section of the game. I don't know if you guys felt that it was fun platforming, if it was pretty simple because we also kind of round our way back here and we essentially explore it twice. So I don't know. How do you guys feel about the the magma level, magma caverns? Uh, Do you want to go first, Kai? Sure. I think it was fine. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was like, I mean, the it doesn't do anything. Exactly what you're saying, where it's like, mm -hmm. okay, Ratchet & Clank was a game that did this successfully quite literally a decade ago. Yeah. And it really didn't do anything. Like, it, it doesn't truly integrate the unique mechanic of this game, which is obviously, the, like, the rhythm mechanic into the platforming, really, other than, like sometimes things happen on beat i guess but like not mm. for the the volcanoes and, and geysers of whatnot that yeah. doesn't really happen that way um so it's like it's just like kind of a generic platformer like it doesn't do anything exceptionally well where i'm like oh this is new and like even the uh the magnetic kind of like hook shotting like the grapple to like spot to spot yeah the yeah. grapple uh, it feels like it could have been from literally any game uh, from yeah. like 2012. Like, like there's millions of, I think, examples of that exact mechanic in a bunch of games. And like, uh, I don't know. I was just, it, was, it felt like it didn't do anything outside of, of the norm. And maybe that's okay. Maybe that's what they were going yeah. for is just like something that was okay. Familiar. Um, yeah, but it just feels like it's like, uh, I, I also don't fully like they do this like weird thing where they're like oh r&d it's all powered by like like geo like, it doesn't it doesn't match like if you're doing something that's like research and development and you're like it's like futuristic and new like why would you why would it be a magma level like why would you live in a magma cave that just doesn't make sense to me like you'd want it to be like a futuristic city like if you're gonna do magma maybe do that in like the you know, like the destruction chamber or where they're like yeah. throwing away used things where they can use that. It just doesn't, it felt like it, it felt, totally it felt didn't very, match. I thought it was like thermo energy. 
Yeah, right. I mean that's that that was their explanation was that they were like, oh, they're using the they're using the geo energy from the magma to power to power the, like yeah. research and development, which is like okay, maybe I guess. I think what they, they went very doing? over the top with it, like we're going to use a volcano to power what we're like that kind of mentality. It's very over the top, you know, like you said, there's it's probably a typical bad guy, like, which is, which yes. is fine for, <laughs> which is fine for like the rest of the game. Right. Like I have no problems with that. It just for the, for Zonzo himself, it didn't feel mm. like it matched his personality and for research and development as like a, one of you didn't these. feel it matched his personality. I was gonna say I feel like it the did. Was because like a, he, felt... he was like a tech lord with literally like fucking braids of technology coming off Dude, of his he's hair. He's an evil scientist. They're all evil himself. scientists. Not he's <laughs> like modded himself so that he can connect his. He can like avatar his hair into the mainframe. The, whole, the whole point is they're all evil. I don't know. I, it just didn't connect with me. I this he's whole more evil. It just seemed more. Yeah, like he's. Yeah. I don't know. It, and Zanzo, I mean, we'll get into to the rest of this level. And I just did not find him a compelling villain whatsoever. Like, yeah, he I, was mm-hmm. not my he was not my favorite part of this. I had other favorite parts of this section, but Zanzo being a, a boss was not one of them. Uh, this is also where we get introduced to another enemy called the Senko. And this is the guy on the little bike. He will slap an umbrella down and they send yeah. shields to oh, all the other yeah. enemies. And you essentially can't hit any of the enemies. I mean, you can. You can use Peppermint to come in and shoot one. But yeah, at least for me, my... Right, my my mentality was take him out first. You take him out, then the shields will go away, and you can continue fighting. But Ben, it seemed like you <laughs> didn't enjoy. He's a this dick, guy. man. Yeah, he's just fucking annoying. Like I felt like every time I got near him and started attacking, he moved, and he was just very hard. And like in hindsight, when we've come back and we visit this section again, and there's there's mm. some of the guys, I was like, oh my god, yeah, I can. I can press LB and like magnet to them and and hit them that way, um, but the first time I was like, dude, stand still and just let me fucking hit you. Well, he with he this guitar. zooms like, about like you get close to him, you hit him twice, and he's just like zoop zoop zoop. He like bouncing yeah. all around it, and while you're also trying to fight and not get hit by the surrounding enemies, then now have an additional layer uh, of defense. It's it's uh, ironic because when you first encounter this enemy, you're like, wow, he's really annoying. There are so many enemies new that we encounter in this mm. section of the game in particular that are very annoying that it's like now in hindsight, I'm like, I would I would rather take 10 fucking little dirt bike motherfuckers than mm. some of the enemies that come up later. Oh, like, yeah. I, like It's just not 100%. Ten, 10 of the dirt bike guys over like uh, two samurai guys. Oh my God. The fucking samurai. The samurai. We'll get to so that later. Right? I, I don't even understand... No, you're no, a fucking man. crazy person. No, they're That's... cool. I like them. Uh, we eventually get to Lab 44, which is kind of the head of R&D of where Zonzo is. And he wants us to go into these individual test chambers. Uh, and essentially... well, I, I didn't think it was him, was it? I thought it was because Peppermint told us to look for the AI labs. Yeah, and then it was and locked. Chai's like, oh, AR's close enough. And then we go into That's the right. test but there's labs. But there's, there's a whole thing that happens before this in which we meet uh, Marcrone, Marscapone. No, no we don't meet him yet. That's after we like get to the very end and we get punched in the face. And that's the end. The yeah, that's the end of this level. Yeah. yeah. That's track five. So we go, we go to the we AR, go AR lab. We go to AR Labs now, and this is where we learn to parry. Yes. This is where we get introduced to the, the flying system. robots that shoots 
shoot lasers. Oh and, no, those aren't the um, AR labs. That's no, not the, the AR test lab. rooms. These are the test rooms. Yeah, these, oh, is this just test rooms? Yeah, I was so confused. When you go to the AR labs, you already know Macaron. Yeah. Oh, this is just like the R&D up. development rooms and they're like the new technologies that you have to work your way through. This isn't to be yeah, fair, there reality is, stuff later yet. on there is another set of test chambers you go through that's like the augmented reality and yeah, it's the yeah. exact same that's as these test confused. rooms so yeah. they are the same so I understand but you're right. These are the test rooms and this is when we get introduced to the Perry system. So guys, how did you feel about the Perry? Cuz Ben you talked about like, a little bit in the last episode. Mhm. Mm yeah, I mean, I, um, so I found that there was certain times I struggled and certain times I didn't. Mm. Um, so f when it comes to combat, I can parry in combat. And I don't know if that's because of the amount of time that I spent like playing Sekiro and sort of like getting myself down to the point of being like, right, this is the frame. And Fallen Order does the same thing as well, where you're like, this is the frame that I need to press the button to parry. Um, that was fine. It was the fucking floating, starmy-looking robots that shoot the fucking lasers at you. That's so wild because I literally had the complete opposite experience. Where like yeah, the flying drones, fine in combat, could not get that shit down. I would just mash parry really? until it worked, but I could not like in my brain yeah. successfully repeat a parry. Where after I did a parry, I was like, yeah, that was on purpose. I meant to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same thing where it's like when they present the like little beat markers and you just yeah. hit them to the same rhythm as before. Like, that's fine. I can do that. But it just doesn't it doesn't intuitively work when you're in in combat the same way. Like there's too much going on in this game. They throw too many enemies at you. It's not like you're it's not like you're fighting like Sekiro would be a good example of like you're not fighting individually really hard bosses that are just like kind of like there's a mechanic to beat that individual boss in a sense it's like just a fucking onslaught of tiny enemies mid-level enemies and like one mm -hmm. big enemy so there's no way to like really focus your energy on one individual kind of thing at a time and so i just find that like if you're just grappling around and jumping a lot that's way more effective than any parrying or even the like rb dodge where you do like the yeah. like kind of like skip mm -hmm. frame over yeah because it's just there's too much fucking going on if you're just moving adjacently or you're trying to parry even if you're parrying one enemy another enemy is going to be behind you and be able to hit you immediately after you parrying around. yeah so and it's i mean like, i it's just better I know to it's just, just fucking hop around because yeah i know it said that i found it easier to do it yeah in combat that doesn't mean i used it um, yeah. I just found that, like, when it comes to the test rooms, I was like, oh, yeah, I can time this easy. I can time this easy. And like Kai was but saying, when it I was actually... the situation, because when I'm firing, yeah. like, this, some of the samurais, when you first get introduced to them, it's just, like, a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing. If it is just one-on-one, -on -one, like, I can do the parries fine, but when there's, like, eight enemies yeah, but, like, in this little corridor... five, there's, like... We'll get to the, the fucking... The green enemies who need to be... Um, who have the Z shield in. But, like, there was, like... One that was two of them, like one of the guys, the red guys with the swords, and then like two flying guys, and there was like yeah. seven enemies, and I was like, yep. I can't, You're I like, can't parry is, this. There's no point. But yeah. even yeah. like even mentioning the samurai, they're not. So the way that the parry system works with enemies is that there is a moment in which the enemies before they will attack, there's like a flash of light and like a like an audio cue, which is like, oh, that's when I need to parry. Um, to be able to block the enemy um and that's 
consistent up until the point you meet the samurai and then the samurai will do a specific move in which it quickly swipes across like whatever the full length of the like arena that you're battling it in but when it does the like q for you to hit b pretty much uh if you hit b when it does the q you won't block it you'll do it too soon Mm -hmm. and it'll come and hit you as it comes across the map so it's like there's no consistency in the mechanic. It's not like you should block when the noise happens with every other fucking enemy. It's like it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, and that's that's where I found it easier because mm. I I in probably in my stupidity, but I wasn't using that audio cue. I was right. gauging it off of hitting B the frame before the attack connects with me. Yeah. And, and that's I- why I found it a little bit easier to do. Because like you said though, like and it's not a fault of you, it's a fault of the game that, like, the game primes you to be, like, this is the way the parry works during mm. combat. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they completely it take that mechanic away. That yeah. Well, yeah. like you were saying, I think that, for me, I didn't even use any of the those kind of visual prompts or anything. When it comes to the, the drones, I just, like, I, I would listen to, like, the sounds they make. But... In combat, which is maybe why I wasn't successful, I would just like try to find those frames and and do it that way, and to well, no, because no, uh, fail. Yeah, the whole training <laughs> system that we go through in these rooms, right? So like, you go through the first laser ones, which are the stupid yeah. little like lightning bolt things, which yeah. is like a fine mechanic. I think that's good for the rhythm game, um, but they lock you into a single position in these rooms where you can't move around, and then yeah, two the enemies one, approach you, stuck. one on your left and one on your right. And then, and then the whole point of like these rooms is that you have to wait for the cue to happen, and then you block. Like that's it's training you to work on that mechanic. It's like okay, you're gonna mm-hmm. hear you're gonna hear the little like tink like noise. You're gonna see the flash of light. That's when you parry, and then like yeah. that shuts down the one on your left, and then you do the one on your right, and you go through that like I think like you have six of them before you get to the lasers, uh, which is like the the most modern technology that they've been working on so it's like they're training you to use this fucking mechanic that then when they set up later in the game and these enemies it doesn't even work the same way it's like well you just kind of mash b and hope that you hit a frame in theory in theory the lasers are like the the ones where it's the one-on-one is easy because like it'll come up with a bar and it will be they'll use lightning bolts to indicate when the laser's gonna shoot and it'll be like boom Mm. boom 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 and you yeah. just have to go B, 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 B. That's how I was But what would it. happen is I would miss one of them. Oh, and then you're and so fucking panic press I'm already off, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I would... And, and you take damage. Yeah. So what would happen is, like, I would just keep taking damage because I kept missing one B. Um, and and then I would just eventually die and I'd have to yeah. go back and do it. Yeah. Uh, the, the parry system is interesting for sure. Like I said, worked fine with the laser guys, but struggled a little bit with it in combat. Uh, and we eventually get to test the room with three, which then kind of elaborates more on this parry system, which we get introduced to uh, the boss. Well, kind of mini boss called Brute 1L, which he's this very fast kind of gangly robot that has these spinning blades on the outside of his arms and you pretty much fight this like normal uh, trying to utilize the parry system you had before but we get introduced to this thing that the the boss will essentially supercharge and kind of come at you with a, a volley of attacks and if you're able to parry that first one and the subsequent ones afterward and then nail that rhythm at the end you can kind of one shot the enemy and and kill it mm-hmm. 
And that is something that carries on into Correct. those samurai that we spoke about. Um, and we'll probably get to that in track five, but similar principle. Um, and yeah, like you sort of said, you it's almost like a parry mini game. And if you can do the parry mini game and hit the beat hit at the end, you get rewarded with like a one shot um, and basically just sort of one shot this really powerful enemy. Yeah. But the whole... The whole time this is happening, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's like really funny um, like dialogue between like the receptionist because it's almost like you're traveling from room to room. Yeah. And so you get to like the second room and they're like, oh yeah, sure, just go ahead. And the whole time they're like, oh, did he told you to get insurance? It's like, oh yeah, like once you complete the second test room, then we'll, ins- we'll fill out your insurance documents. And you get to the third one and the receptionist is like, oh, uh, nobody's been here for years. We wasn't expecting you. Like The last person came (laughs) through like seven years ago. Um, And we're... This is the bit where we're we're basically like a guinea pig for Zanzo, right? Like we we are this defect and he's going to use us to test all of this stuff and and research and development, all of that stuff. Yeah. We eventually do run into Zanzo and get a a face to face with him, and I, I actually haven't seen the show JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but he a hundred percent does JoJo poses. Oh, massive JoJo energy! Massive JoJo, and they even have like the that lettering whole, like, is the exact same. I was like, yeah, I know yeah. that. I haven't seen the show, but I fucking can tell that that's a JoJo reference. Yeah, when they're doing those like really fast punches and it's like zoomed in, and you've got the character, and then. The other character that looks like their persona or whatever it is that's punching mm. really fast. Yeah, big, big, uh, big JoJo vibes. Big JoJo vibes. But Zonzo 6, his his brand new machine that he's been working on on us, which is this giant kind of tank crab that has this huge shield. And you get into a boss fight with him and you learn pretty quickly that you can't do anything to this thing. It has a mm. shield and nothing you do will do any damage, which then cues a cutscene where Chai is like throws down his weapon he's like i'm gonna talk to him and walks up to him and starts to try to reason with him and then just gets punched in the face by this thing and i this is one of my favorite parts because as he punches him it almost turns into like a 2d hand-drawn animated style where chai just gets punched in the face and then just tumbles through each of these walls and eventually falls into this this hole I just thought it was so cool. I love like they they change up it's like really, our style and stuff so much in this, and I it's and I a like really it. random reference, right? But for me, um, anyone who's watched not Sword Art Online but Sword Art Online abridged, they oh, have no. like <laughs> like the the Kurito that's in the abridged version is very much like Chai, like very overconfident and very like, oh, I'm gonna and it just gave me like a big memory of watching of watching Sword Art Online abridged. But yeah, like you said, he's like, oh I'm gonna talk to him. And just, just immediately gets, just gets laid out, punched in the face. Abs- absolutely decimated. And the art the art style is really cool. Like the way he goes through the bricks and everything. Yeah. No, um, I, I thought it was really interesting. I love when they kind of change up that especially when they, they do it so seamlessly, like in the first section or the first episode where there's like the two D plane and then he switches to like three mm-hmm. D where he's grinding on the rails and then when he breaks the glass it turns into in game it cutscenes and everything. Yeah. I love it that how they do the transitions feels very smooth to me. But now that we're sitting at the bottom of this pit, it's pitch black and we see these big red eyes and it does the very like creepy lead up to it and then 
Chai screams he's and it it cuts there. Um, did you guys? I think actually... it comes up like to be continued, doesn't? Yeah, yeah, it does something. Super, well, it's a weird decision that they made. To I think it's like, it's like a, I think it's the JoJo Finn. I think it's like when they lead back it's into to be like, oh, it's an anime track four. It's like previously on Hi Fi Rush, yeah. and it does like a yeah. recap, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny. But did you guys uh, take screenshots of how you did? I did. Yes, of course. That was Kai's no, rule. I know, I know that I did not get above a C because I would die multiple times. So uh, all of my stuff would be like S's and A's, but because of my deaths, it would bring my overall rank down to a C. So I think like yeah. a C and I think I, I got, got a C for this B. one. I got a D for next fin and then a C. Uh, I got a rank D. I got all C's and B's in the choruses, but I died five times. And I cleared it in 50 minutes and 56 seconds with 50% timing and 740 damage received. Damn. How did I forget to take screenshots? Oh, it's because it's been two weeks. That's why I forgot to take screenshots. I can't access my photo on my computer, so that's that's fun. That's convenient. I think it's because my iCloud is full. Fuck! I got a B in this, and I think... I got most. I sure, got one. Sure scene. you did. Sure. You did. Where's your proof? Where's the? Where's your proof? I know you have proof. I don't it's need like to fucking see like it. Hiding, hiding your fucking report cards. Right. It's, it's, my, it's in my yeah. phone where I took I a picture of it in my B, phone. Dad. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so leading into track four, we get to see the character behind the quote unquote evil red eyes, which is. The uh, a, a very large man who again it's the stereotype character. He's the very brooding black man, but he's has like he's sensitive. He's, he's like, gentle. Oh, no, no, he's no, a gentle he's giant. A gen- gentle giant. He's the gentle giant. Yeah, yeah. And this is when we get introduced to macaron and cinnamon, which are the people. I fucking love cinnamon. Cinnamon's fantastic, but these are the guys that kind of have been helping us throughout the the magma caverns. Oh we keep yeah, getting, we didn't like, say. Yeah. 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 They were hacking doors and giving us access to different areas, but these are the people, and they've also been working with Peppermint. This is the first time Peppermint and them have have worked together, but Ben talked about Mm -hmm. Cinnamon specifically. He's this very, like, quippy robot who's, like, brutally honest, and how he changes... He's C-3PO. He's, like, C-3PO, but, like, sort of... Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, how I imagine him. How he changes him. his facial expressions is he just like draws on his face with permanent marker and does different expressions, and I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, and so, um, like you said, Macron is like the gentle giant. Yeah. Um, and we find out basically that like he is going to be able to beat through the Z shielding that was on Zanzo's new favorite robot. And he's very reluctant about that. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to fight. You know, I don't like fighting. Gentle whatever. giant. And he's also another cliche because he's also disgruntled employee. Um, <laughs> he's He's yeah. been with the company for a very long time since before Kale took over, who is mm-hmm. the, the main bad guy of Vandalay. Um, and he's like, you know, they don't stand for what Vandalay was about. They've completely changed the company. And so that's kind of his his way of like sticking it to the man is that yeah. he's going to help Peppermint take down Vandalay. Vandalay. 
uh, I was I was half right with my prediction last episode. Last episode, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna get like a cast of characters that we can go through, and some of the some of not all of the bosses will like join our team." Bosses haven't joined our team, but we do have now. I guarantee we're gonna get more characters and be able to utilize more characters too, which I'm here for. I think mm-hmm. it's really cool. I like the mechanic. I think it's fun. We are a hundred percent going to because a they take on um, environmental. Yeah, uh, fins. So, Macaron's one is that he can punch big boulders or punch through certain walls, mm-hmm. oh. and you have to. I fucking struggled with this because you have to like. Whereas with Peppermint, you hold RT and then you aim and you let go. With him, you have to like hold RT, aim, and then there's like a mini game where he's like <laughs> mm. he's like pumping his mm. fist. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to like wait for the circle to overlap the other circle and let go of RT it's, and it's that fine. causes him to punch. It's fine when you don't need to do it like within a specific time when it's just like, oh, like I'm just interacting with the environment. I'm knocking things over like the game. Okay, sure. Whatever. Make it a fucking game. When I am trying to do it because there's like death lasers chasing me <laughs> and then I have to yeah. time it correctly so that I don't die from the death lasers, that's where I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I don't... I, just yeah. knock the boulder. That's one of those times idiot. that like... That's one of those times that I could have done without it needing to be on the beat. Yeah. Like, just yeah, press I, RT and he summons well, and they're all, it. They, they, That's the weirdest thing. The, the decisions they make of when things need to be on beat and when things need to not be on beat, it seems completely arbitrary. It's like, some things does not matter at all. Like, you can do, like, the fucking shooting thing is never on beat. It doesn't matter. And then they're like, but this one, this one has to be on beat. It's like the... It's like there's two people making this game, and one of them hated rhythm games, and the other one was like, I'm only <laughs> making a rhythm game, and they were just in charge of completely yeah. And HR, HR were like, okay, compromise. Okay, compromise. Uh, you, you, can have the, you can have this, you can have that. Uh, no, I, I really enjoyed this. Like I said, there's only very specific situations and where, like, I wouldn't say it's bad game design, but it just makes the game more complicated, like you were saying, in the, in the time where you're being chased by death lasers, that's the, what, the time I died in this was because I just, like... I was already panicked that I couldn't fucking get the rhythm down. I was like, just push the boulder, <laughs> Jesus. And I got killed by the lasers. Yeah. Like- and not only that, it like, instead of instead of just like not doing it, he like gets disappointed. There's like a whole animation that plays where he jumps like, oh. away. And, and then he, he like back sucks in. back in. And then you have to do it all over again. I'm like, just, mm-hmm. you're here. Punch the boulder. If I miss, just stay there until you punch the boulder. Why are you <laughs> one thing, getting fucking One thing I didn't understand was why he takes over the shop in the hideout from Peppermint. Like, he's now in charge of supplying uh, his, upgrades his, his and explanation stuff. His explanation, well, A, he was the head of R&D, so I think it's like, I know technology oh, better. But his, his explanation was like, Pepp- Peppermint's real busy, so I'll be taking upgrades from now on. And then that's that. That was the whole fucking line that happened. And you're like, oh, that's pretty good. Okay. That was a pretty good macaron impression. It was that a pretty was, fucking good. Pretty good. That caught me off guard. That was thank really you, good. Thank yeah. you. I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, yes, he does take over the shop too. And now we have to essentially backtrack our way to. Um, Oh, Jesus, boss name, help. The R&D to Zanzo. Yeah, to Zanzo. Zanzo. We go through the back rooms, we get back to the magma, and now having Macron with us, there's some little boulders that we can access to kind of shortcut our way over to uh, the AI labs. We eventually do get back to the labs, but this is what you were talking about before, Ben, when Chai decides to go through the AR labs, because he's like, oh, that's pretty much the same Mm. thing. I'll go through the AR labs. Literally only because Peppermint is ignoring us. That is the plot point of the game. Is that we get to the room where the two doors are, and Peppermint's like, "Ah, oh, I'm working on something else. You figure it out, Chai." Which, 
Why? Up until this point, this character has never been able to figure out Jaya's anything not a on capable his own. Man. <laughs> Why would we have made the decision to be like, yeah, you figure it out? Uh, so yes, then we have to do this. This level and these like these tracks felt so tedious. I don't know why, but just like mm. doing these fucking rooms of AR. Like I thought it was gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be like the one room where you go in there and you have yeah, to do the enemy test rooms again. Oh no, you just oh, do. My... Oh yeah, oh, there God. is. There's so many yeah. of them. I'm just like, holy shit. And yeah. the fucking the, the eye QT? part. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Oh my god! I, I love I, the QT. The QT. The yeah, I know. Fun. Yes, yes, because you, Until you fuck are up, like the second to last sweaty note. little nerd, <laughs> and you love fucking quick time events, and you love pressing buttons in succession. Yeah, that's, that's what your this shit. game's about. Yeah, I. You know, I know you don't. I know you years, don't enjoy. This. I hate that. I hate having to press buttons in succession, and then they make you do it on beat. And it's like, well, this is fucked. I also know from Kai, too, that he, in these situations, he also don't work good under pressure when there's like, no. press no. all these buttons. You're like, uh. I've, I had to do yeah. every single one of this these. One. I had to do every single one of these like six times. Like, there was not <laughs> one that I did successfully off the bat. It was just like. It's and, weird. So like you, you, you. I interrupted you. Sorry, Carl. No, I'm just angry. You please go. I'm just going <laughs> to Okay. Rant. I was gonna say, like in terms of the fins, so like you, you basically go into this AR room, and it, it's Zanzo being like, "Oh my god, you're back! Let me replicate the data that we got from you in the last track, mm-hmm. and basically make it a little bit harder, and try and get some more data, and test some new robots, and blah blah blah." And you basically are um, defeating waves of enemies. Until you cause this weird ripple in the AR technology that exposes the eye yeah. that is responsible for the AR, and then you have to destroy the eye, destroy the eye, which is the QTE that Kai's talking about, where you basically, for instance, in this walkthrough, it's like press A, press B, and then press and hold Y and, and wait for it to go I to the y line. On B too. Yeah, and it's all in B, um, yeah. and these ones weren't terrible for me personally it was the ones in track five where there's like nine notes that you have to hit yes. mm-hmm. and you it, miss one you start all over oh yeah. yeah yeah that's when i was getting frustrated uh, so well, you could imagine how frustrated i was later when i couldn't do these ones. <laughs> they did not get easier so uh this yeah. part of the game is probably one of my favorites so after we beat test room one we realized that and I think it's funny that Zonzo has a specific budget for his R&D and he is ignoring the budget completely because he wants to pour everything into taking us out and getting the information he needs. So all this is kind of like poking Zonzo's buttons into forcing him to just go all out and, and essentially just drain the budget for R&D, which I think was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved that, that part of the game. It's, it's very meta because yeah. like, Zanzo will be being like, "Oh, I want more robots," and then a programmer will be like, like "Oh, we can't." But sir, this that. is going to cost us money, and we're going to have to do. And he's like, "I don't care, just do it." And it, it's also very ironic coming from like, okay, I know Tango GameWorks aren't necessarily like a AAA fit, but Bethesda, yeah, hundred percent a AAA studio. And when there's this like ton in cheek sort of like, yeah. "Oh, just do it," I don't care, get it done now, sort of. I was like, that's a bit on the head. Yeah. for like the industry in general but i i loved this idea of um 
not having Zanzo as a boss um, Mm -hmm. and kind of dealing with waves of enemies and Chai using his personality to like provoke Zanzo to get him to spend more money. I thought it it was so fun. I thought it was very funny. Because it's also also little stuff like um, being like, like, there's a scene where, like, Zanzo has a, a volcano that he, like, AR <laughs> More <projects>. volcanoes. <laughs> yeah. And Chai's like, oh, is that it? And he's like, make it bigger! And then it's, like, fucking massive. <laughs> yeah. And This this section in Test Room 2 is also where we get introduced to another new enemy, which is the SES-103, which this is the one that's going to teach us how to utilize Macron as our new companion because they have this big tanky shield. And you'll notice that when you hit the shield, it has a very similar like Z-shielding around it as that boss did before. So now you know that, oh, I need to use Macron to break and whittle away this shield. Afterward, they become exposed, and I'm able to attack them and actually do damage to them. Yep, super simple. Yeah, um, it's the same as peppermint. You just you just press the button, you. and that's it. He gets yeah. summoned. The only thing is that you have to make sure that he's close enough. Yes, this he is does, something he does I've not learned. have a range. Like he will go right in front of you, so you have to make sure he can miss. Where like peppermint will automatically mm-hmm. shoot the shields. You have to actually be cognizant of where you are in the space to the character. Yeah, and the reason that I know, I, or the reason I have a strong suspicion that we're gonna get at least one other character that's like in our arsenal like peppermint and that is because every time i go into the shop i've bought some of them there's like extra attacks you can get that utilize peppermint and macaron so like when you do a beat hit after a combo if you press rt it does a special attack that summons the character that you have equipped so I've got one where like Peppermint comes in and like kicks a robot that does a bunch of damage. There's like an air cannon. You have to buy them, but yeah. um, it just makes me think that these two aren't going to be the only two that we have just based off of that system. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I completely agree. I feel like with all the powers and with all the abilities, there's going to be a lot of, of variety. Have you guys been buying well, much stuff? Well, I... The only thing I would say about, uh, like, the companion thing is, like, there has to be a balance because, yes, I do think there might be more, but I mm-hmm. hope there's not too many more because the only way to cycle is a single button cycle. You can't go both directions. <laughs> so, in battle, if you're having to do Z shield and there's, like, 12 fucking companions, you're just going to be like, flip, 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 activate. You're right. Shield, uh, flip, 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 activate. There can only be like four max, or it's just yeah. going to get fucking unusable at a certain yeah. point. I, I agree. I like the idea and I like the companion system, but if we then have to cycle through like 10 of them, I can see that being tedious. So if we have like maybe between yeah. four and five, I think that'll be fine. Like mm-hmm. if Cinnamon ends up jumping four in, we get other and people. 50. <laughs> I know yeah, you exactly. love characters. I'm, I'm someone who does love characters, <laughs> so you're right. But if I have to just cycle through 12 of them with the left trigger while judging combat, while not trying to get hit, while trying to parry, none of that. And being on rhythm. On the whole point and is. being on rhythm, exactly. <laughs> I will say you don't have to switch characters on on rhythm. Like that's not something that's necessary. No. But yeah. still, you're right. There's so much that you're juggling if I have to do that as well that even with just the two my brain had to get used to like, okay, I have to make sure that I actually have macaron in because I had lots of experiences where I was just sending out peppermint and I'm like, that's not wrong person. Wrong mm-hmm. person switch it back up. But eventually we get to a section where 
Zanzo gets into like an argument with his programmers because he's like more volcanoes, more fire, more this. Um, and Zanzo ends up becoming defunded. He yes. ends up going over budget and not being able to juice what he produces yeah. and basically is now like, it says defeated by Chai. Like, I'm pretty sure we just walk up and, like, smack him with a guitar, right? And it's just, like, a slow-mo, like, and then you fly yeah. through the wall. Um, and then we get his little, um, I don't know what chip. it is. It it's looks a like a fucking chip. SSD thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a graphics card. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that informs us about Spectra, and that mm. basically confirms They're Peppermint's suspicions that Spectra is a... Uh, it's, it's MK Ultra. They're gonna they're gonna MK Ultra people who have the Vandalay implants in them um, for unknown reasons, presumably nefarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And now our 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 task is to essentially escape out of this and leave as well, soon as yes, we can. Because Cal, Cal, and what's her name, the head of security, show up, don't they? Yes. Oh um, yes, that's right. At the she, end, and she's uh, Scottish Corsica, for Corsica. some reason. Yes, yeah. Okay, Corsica. wait, hold on. Can we take a second? Corsica, though? Ooh. God, she, you, she's doing God, something you love, to George. You love white women. She is doing uh, something. I love all people, okay? That's Corsica, not that's just a get fucking it. lie, and you know that for a fact. You have a white woman a fetish, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to admit. She's, she's anime. We don't, we don't she's got red shit. hair, and then she opens her voice, and she's like, I, and you're like, mm. I'm like, Cool. I would like to make it clear that I have no feelings for Corsica. That's fine. She's not only is she white, but she's is anti white women. <laughs> yeah, I, I am always <laughs> always have been, always will be. Uh but sorry, right. no, no she, pumpkin spice lattes in this house. Uh but uh she also <laughs> her accent is so fucking Irish that I'm just like, okay, well that's that's well nice. it's so Irish that I like couldn't pinpoint it in the beginning. I was like, what? It, what <laughs> it's is so Irish accent? I thought it was Scottish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was going somewhere. I didn't know where it was, but you're right. We we try to escape and we get separated from the group and we decide to kind of uh draw well, we their attention. To, we? Yeah. We yeah, try we're like we'll like, draw the attention, you guys escape. Yeah, because va- the Kale is like, I want the defect. So we're mm-hmm. like, well, if he wants us, we go high, you go low, you guys can get away. Yeah, yeah. There is uh, quite literally a uh, level in Ratchet and Clank one in which you are this. fucking on a rail and you're having to swing back and forth out of the way of yeah. giant boxes that are on the rail. It is the same level. They didn't even try. It's like it's the same I, I, fucking mechanic. Their difference is like you have to dodge on beat now with that as well. Uh, but yeah, like you were saying, oh, only only to... when it's the A press, which is like you just spin around. It's like a yeah. I was gonna yeah. say it's like a on the rails platformer. Yeah, like, yeah. But now, yes, we are escaping. We eventually get caught by Corsica and Kale, and Corsica knocks us out, and we lose our little guitar baton that we had been uh, wielding before, mm. which I really like how they went into track five, because a lot of the times we'll be like almost back at the headquarters, and when track five starts, we're back in the headquarters. And I was a little confused, because I was like, didn't we just get knocked out by Corsica? And they, they lean into that. Essentially, Chai's sitting there, and everyone's like, wake up, Chai. And they start like snapping like West Side Story style well, around. That, wait, what did, you, <laughs> get, what did that, you get on track four? I didn't take a picture of track four. Track four, I think, was my D. I did die a lot of times. Why? 
failures. Take pictures of your levels. I did track Jesus three Christ. and five. I just Bro, didn't there do was four. like a fucking there was a, four's the one where he got like an E. <laughs> it's just like no four is the one where that. Corsica first showed up, and I was like, I can't even think right now. What am I supposed <laughs> to do? Uh, I yeah, I got all B's. Well, you can't see it. Yeah. But I got all B's, but I died three times, so then it was a C. Which this game oh, is man. fucking rigged. But they my timing, really my timing improved because it was fifty-eight percent now, and I cleared it in forty-four minutes. Okay, here nice. I'll, I'll 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 grab my phone and I'll see if I can find it. Okay. Well, while he's talking, um, or while he's looking for that, so there is like a brief bit beforehand where I started to get <laughs> sorry the the fucking <laughs> Jared's camera's getting oh, crazy. Jared's camera is his phone, so when he takes his phone <laughs> off of the tripod, it's, it's just like absolutely You're crazy. A roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, there is like a brief bit where like I started to get a bit suspicious because. Peppermint and cinnamon will be they're like very, very, they're very nice, nice to try. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh yeah, like you know, you're such a hero, and you like this, that." And I was like, mm, "That's not her character. What's going on here?" Yes. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "This is this is sounding a bit strange." And even Cinnamon was like, "Oh, I remember Cinnamon makes a comic. So the first time he meets us, he's like, "Oh, you are reckless, and you don't think through your actions." And then he's like, "Oh, I take back my initial, uh, my original analysis." <laughs> You know, you are actually acting on confidence rather than stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Mom, okay. okay. I wouldn't say that. And I'm, yeah. I am this character. So, uh, but, yeah. Um, and then you snap yeah. out of it and you wake up in a jail cell. Uh, yes, we are in a jail cell. With two, uh, with Corsica standing outside the bars and two robots doing their robot yep. shit. Doing their uh, robot shit. And, and she's then, like, uh, yeah. she's saying, like, she's like, oh, today. Like, this evening's the last chance you have to tell us where your team is. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, she just leaves. She's like, okay. She just leaves. Rot, rot in prison. And then BB-8 comes from the ceiling. Uh, BB-8. 808. <laughs> Whatever. Robot companion. It doesn't matter. Maybe uh, let's, um, let's take a music break while Jared's looking for his okay. screenshot. When we come back, Cause we'll talk about what BB-8 does. Okay, and we're back, guys. I have my pictures. I have how I did. Not from track four, because I didn't take a picture of that one. But track, which is this one, three? three. Yes, track Would three, I got all A's and one B, which led me with a B rank, which, what the fuck? Why? Uh, my clear time was how many 38 times did you minutes. Die? Uh, does it show how many times you died? Yeah. It's every every the death, very like, every first... free death brings you down like a rank or something. I don't know how many times I died. It does. It says rank what? is. Oh wait, is it continues? Yes, that would oh, be the three. Dying, I've died three times. 
that's why you got to that's why your score yeah. went down. Three times clear time was 38 minutes. Uh my timing was 76% and I did 641 damage, getting a final score of 204,170. <laughs> that's damage received, not damage you did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> damage received 641. <laughs> that's uh genius. what was your clear time? <laughs> 38 minutes. Jesus Christ. It was, was like when we'd done Shadow of the Colossus. Mine, he was like, oh, yeah, beaten like four and a half hours. I was like, yeah. how? Fucking Mine was run, 50 dog. minutes. I'm, here, I'm out here speeding. Have, have you been collecting them chips, bro? Have you been collecting the chips all and the heart chips? You've been doing, those, oh, doing them cow statues? It's very fun yeah. beating up the kale statues, by the way. Uh, where were we? <laughs> we, are in the, uh, we are in the cell oh, yes, where Corsica comes. We already talked through this, though. Uh, we were in the cell where Corsica comes and says hello to us, and then mm-hmm. she leaves, and then BP-8, or 808 as it's known in this I, game, yeah, that. comes from the ceiling and delivers us our little fucking trash picker-upper, uh, and then we mm-hmm. break out of prison. Yes. And now we're in escape, escaping the imprisonment here, and it just leave. We're just trying to get out of the labs. We get another section of the like little star you... Uh, drones that shoot lasers at you and it, it starts to progress more and more as you get more of them but they just start adding in more times in which you have to parry where like when we first got introduced to them there was like maybe two now it's like four or five times that we have to match the rhythm and match the parry yes. yeah and then we go down to um we now go down to security right so we we yeah. end up in um this like security wing and we find out that we can... Oh, no, we're near the security win. And we find out that there's something called the lift, mm-hmm. but it's spelled like... It's, a, and it's an acronym. It's an acronym, yeah. Or an abbreviation? Which acronym. one is it? Acronym. acronym, okay. So it's like L-I-F-T. And we need that to get to Corsica's wing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the security guy is like, oh, hey, you're here to fix the nodes. And Chai's like, uh, what? And Peppermint has to come over the fin as like fucking play along, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm he- I'm here to fix the nodes, definitely." And uh, long story short, the nodes are basically massive metal balls that have fallen out of timing with the rest of the system. Yeah, yep. and some of them have literally fallen out of their like holding out of their bracket, and so we are going along. You have to have Peppermint shoot the node when it opens, and it will open on a certain beat of the rhythm. And some of them you have to have Macaron punch back into place to be connected in the system. Makes zero sense. I don't understand how shooting it will sink it again doesn't add it was just like ah, we need to do I something don't ask questions here tell me what to do uh okay. there's also you uh overlooked the quick time event that you sometimes have to do when you need to press one of the node buttons to activate the last node which uh yes. more qtes i was gonna more. ask you about that i hadn't forgotten one. more this is the long one that you struggled with right pressing. i struggled with all of them what do you mean struggled with <laughs> yes there was not one i did not struggle with <laughs> I hate I hate these mech- mechanics in games. I just don't understand. You did it though. You you made it through. Slowly yeah, but on the like other side, man. they're yeah. not fun. I don't feel accomplished afterward. I just like what a gratuitous. See, like waste when of I miss something, I was like, oh shit, I almost had it. Let me jump back in. Let me do it again. I can get this. Hold Y. Is, hold it down. That is let it go. Not boom, 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 the boom, boom, person boom. that I am, man. 
No. Kai's a negative Nancy. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. No, I'm ah. like, this is fucking stupid. Who is this for? What am I like? Three years old? Why do I have to press buttons <laughs> in succession? <laughs> but all, all these rooms are relatively straightforward. Like we're going to the room. Yeah, we are platforming or accessing them in some capacity. When do we? Like when do we run into the samurai? When are? When are we going to talk about this fucker? Is that before? Well, is so this we after? go. We go through the vents to get to one of the other nodes, and there's like lasers, and it doesn't mention it doesn't mention them. when it happens but so like, we're just going to talk about yeah let's just talk about the samurai i don't the remember it's, it's at the end of one of the nodes it's either from one to two or two to three right we can't remember when yeah. but you come across a single samurai robot and um if there was ever a difficulty skill check in this oh, game it's right it here. is this fucking <laughs> it is this enemy Kai, since you, you have feelings, how did you feel about Mr. Samurai? Uh, I did not like Samurai. It was not an enjoyable experience for me. I mean, like, I I like the, the design. If I have to be positive about something. He has a cool design. He has a cool design, for sure. He looks like a Samurai. Like, we can all say the word Samurai, and we all know exactly what we're talking about. Robot um, Samurai. Robot Samurai. Uh, but that is where my joy ends uh, in that... <laughs> he like it's just like once again they set up the mechanic of how the game works and they're like you can go and slap around enemies and like that's what you're supposed to do and you do it on beat you like get a bonus and if you don't do that this is not how this enemy works you don't just like run up on him and like hit him like every other fucking enemy this game has prepared you for it's a completely different like world of fighting in which it's all parrying and waiting for him Ah. to like get exhausted and then going and attacking him Yes, yeah, I so, know. I know you're gonna come in and be like, "This is great. I loved this. It was no, no, so no, no. fun." I was gonna say. I would argue that this level established enemies that do have a prerequisite to hitting them, like the guys with shields, and like some of that other stuff. So, I mean, I didn't have like. A, I mean, I had issues with him because he's fucking hard. But you're right. You can't just like problem, run up and smack on him. The problem is right, and this yeah. is kind of one of my first criticisms I've had with the game. Probably my only criticism, to be honest, is that. The entire principle of the game is if you can hit on beat, you are rewarded, but it doesn't matter if you can't. Hit him. And this is the one enemy where if you cannot do something on beat, you, you are fight. fucking ruined. Because, so like Kai was saying, that you can run up and do normal attacks. They do next to nothing on him. You need to be parrying his attacks, and then he'll go into counter-attack mode where he basically auto-parries anything you shoot at him, even peppermint any attacks, and he glows orange, mm-hmm. and he starts flailing his swords around, and you have to either... I ended up running out of range of them, so he didn't hit me, but yeah. you can stand there and try and parry them. Yeah. Um, did you guys get the little samurai minigame that yeah. he does? I think that's at yes. the end of, like, as you start fire. to whittle his health down. So he oh, will the set haiku up... bullshit? Yeah. Yes, he will yes, set up a yes. similar uh, mechanic as the, as the drones, as which he'll step back, and then a rhythm will be presented to you, and then you have to parry on the rhythm. The biggest difference is where those ones were, like, maybe four or five times. This is, like, ten times. And the beats mm-hmm. are, like, they're, they're intricate. They're, like, like ooh, like, do-do-do-do-do. It's, like fast and then slow and then fast again and a lot of the times again i would like fail once and then just like fuck it i would just mash b until i could like parry all of them and that was my (laughs) my mentality so my 
I'm going to reveal a little bit about my stage results now because I think that it okay. uh, will help illustrate. Uh, in what? stage four, or track four, yes. I died three times, which is, you know, that's acceptable. It's respectable. Uh, yeah. In stage five, I died 17 times. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably not far off that. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah. Real bad. Just because, because of it was always the fucking samurais. So the and the, the yeah. annoying thing, the thing that done me, is like the first time you meet him. Um, so he's called uh, V V U Tour One. Yes. Vu to V Tour One. Um. Oh wait, no, that's not V Tour One. That's a different one. We'll get into that. But these samurai guys. Um, the first time you meet them, there's just one, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. The there's section multiple. I fucking died is, yes, because there's two of the dudes that require Z-Shield attacks to break their Zs, to use Macaron or whatever you want, however you want to say it, and one of the samurai guys. Yeah. And that's when I got my ass handed to me. Um, and it was always that section, because what happened is, like, he does the counterattack fin, and it goes, like, the screen goes black, and there's, like, a spotlight on him, and he speaks in Japanese... And then it will come up with, like Jared said, there's about 10 or 11 different notes you have to hear. Mm-hmm. And there's no there's no real sort of set natural rhythm to it. It's not like the other fins where it's like, boom, 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 boom. He'll be like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh like all over God, the place. Oh, my God. Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's where I got. I got absolutely ruined. Um, like, But one enemy that... Go on. Oh, I was just say, I like I would say that I have a relative sense of rhythm and these like samurai button presses were like, well, let's mash B and hope for the best. <laughs> well, I was gonna talk about um the I thought they were V V U Tour ones, but they're not. V U Tour one is the is the ver is the bird, yeah. Yes. I fucking love that bird. Love the bird. Awesome. Super cool. Also, I have like an ability that is specifically an aerial one where you at the end of the final beat tag peppermint in and then you make like with chai's like trash collecting ability make a giant like laser and shoot the things. fucking cannon the cannon oh, i was able to use this mm. here because i was like i not, there wasn't a lot of enemies that are in the air that didn't die in like a couple hits like the, like the ones that like lob bombs at you so i was able to mm-hmm. do that with the the vulture enemy but his design is super cool i love the aesthetic of it and being able to finally use that ability that i bought on the bird was a lot of fun too yeah so like i used that a lot on the green guys once yeah. I got their shield down, I would I would dash and press Y and launch them in the air and then do like an aerial combo and use um, Peppermint. And the ground one with Macaron's really good as well. That does a yes. lot of damage. Yeah. Um, but the Vulture's like... Vulture was His fun. whole thing is... The, I loved it. You can't, you can't magnet attack him while he's in a certain state because he will just like grab you with his talons and throw you onto the ground. Um, but it was just it was just a fun little yeah. twist on the combat because the whole rest of the stage everything there was those little small guys like you said but the rest of it was like very ground based mm-hmm. and so to kind of have this aerial enemy was just a nice a nice change of change of pace. Kai, how did you feel about the vulture? Fine, all right. It was fine. It was fine. It was wasn't fine. as hard as the samurai, and that's all I care about. I like I <laughs> I generally like aerial enemies because it gets you out of the 
fucking hell pit, which is normally the uh, little arenas that you have to battle in. Anything to get you elevated uh, out of, a, like, seven dudes trying to shoot you with a laser gun all at once. Um, and yeah. especially when they add in things, like, in the last, like, volcano levels, when there's, like, literal shrapnel falling from the sky on half of the stage and you're having to avoid people <laughs> trying to hit you. Like oh, anything course, yeah. to get you <laughs> off of the ground is a, is a blessing. So is always good. Uh, but that is the end of the section. We get to the very top, and we are right before Corsica's little her her office. We fought the vulture mm-hmm. as we were, we went up the lift eventually. But Kai, what was your uh, what's your results for track five? I got a D. Okay. Uh, which is I think only after dying seventeen times because I got a couple of A's and mostly B's on the stages. Uh, my complete time was an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, my just timing was 43%. Um, and my damage received was 800 damage. 835, to be precise. So, yeah. I got, I got all A's bad. and two B's. Good for you. Uh, I died twice. I hate you. My uh-huh. clear, Is that it? My clear time was 36 minutes. My time <laughs> was 73%, and I got 680 damage received. Jared's just like, what difficulty spike? Fucking pro. <laughs> also, I want to I wanna let you know that I'm playing via cloud. Cool. Well, super, super fun. Super fun. To- super happy for you, Jared. That's yes. um- <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll take my award at the door. Uh, watch me next time. Just You're going to have to, because... That door's gonna hit you right where the Lord split you, mate. So <laughs> on the way out, just getting smacked. Uh, Next yeah, week, me and Ben will be on the podcast. <laughs> Jared had a violent accident. Something happened to him. Like someone cut the brakes to his car. It was real weird. We don't know what happened. Yeah, we actually him. just cut off his thumbs. Hmm. See how good yeah. you do. Le- then, legally, we can't fucker. say this investigation pending. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, let's go around and kind of see how we're feeling about the game and the section. Ben, let's start with you. Well, never mind. No, okay. you, you, no, 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 no. You're fine. You're right. You're right. Kai, we'll start with you. I literally didn't say anything, so I don't know how I'm right. <laughs> oh, I thought your pause was like, you're I chose the game, right, so I'm man. supposed to go last kind of thing. I thought that's no, why I was kind of collecting my thoughts a little bit. <laughs> he, was, he was wiping his glasses. He was getting ready to talk. Uh, okay. okay. I apologize. I'll share my thoughts. Uh, I think the game's okay. It's, it's solid. Uh, it harkens back to a time... Uh, in which Before games times. were like this, except it's much more difficult. So it's like the Dark Souls of 3D character <laughs> platformers. Uh, I I don't know. I I'm not crazy about the rhythm thing, and and I don't know when to bring this up. And maybe I'm it's gonna bite me in the ass. But like, the music's boring. It all sounds the same. There's not like I could not hum or sing you a single track from this game other than the opening, which is the Black Keys. Uh, which is a song that I enjoy. But, like, it's just, like, really generic kind of, like, background rock music from every Mm. racing game from the early 2000s. And, like, it's not particularly rhythmic, which is ironic for a rhythm game. Like, you think you'd want something with, like, kind of a driving, like, bass, drum, something that's, like, really heavy. It's not that. It's, like, jangly, like, guitar rock uh, which is not conducive to having a rhythm game. And, like, I just don't find the music enjoyable, which is very frustrating in a rhythm game where the whole point is, like, playing along with the music in a sense. Um, I think the enemy diversity is good. I think the environment, like, design, like, clearly Tango and Bethesda know what they're fucking doing. 
Uh, it's okay written. It's a little like child humor, but that's fine. Yeah. Like this game was, I feel like made for kids other than its difficulty level. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe I'm finally getting to the point in my life where 13 year olds are just fucking pwning me, uh, in video games. I don't know. Maybe this is easy. <laughs> and I just, um, maybe I just need to get good. Who knows? Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know how to, I, I, I struggle to give this critique because I don't have the thing that would be the remedy to it. And I generally don't like to give criticism unless I have like, Oh, and this is what I would do. I feel like it's missing Mm. something and I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's missing. I don't know. Like, and that's the problem with it is I can't give like, usually it's like, Oh, the narrative is like, the narrative's fine. Like it's nothing to write home about, but it's okay. Like it just, it does so many things like moderately. Okay. But I feel like it Mm. needs something that's its own where it's like, Oh, it does that thing really well. And I just don't feel like it does anything really well. Like it's it's okay. It does everything moderately okay. And mm-hmm. uh, I just I don't know. I I hope that whatever that thing is that I need or that I'm looking for, like starts to come through in these later levels uh, as we work our way through the game. But right now, it's just it feels almost hollow uh, in a sense, mm, and that's interesting. It's frustrating. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Uh, um. Yeah, for myself, I'm trying to, th- I'm processing what you were t- talking about and trying to see like what that could be too. Also, I know that like it's hard because this is not a, I think a game style that you would particularly enjoy usually too. So then when it, like the rhythm isn't well, like done fantastic or in like a bombastic way, it's like, well, th- I already no, don't like, like this. It is like, absolutely a game style I would enjoy minus the rhythm part. Right. Okay. Like, that, you're right. You're right. Like, the Ratchet and Clank like, shit. This is like my. Kind of this is my shit. Like, yeah. yeah if it was just right, a platformer, right. just and the, I was going the, around destroying robots. Like that. Like the rhythm thing is almost a distraction to me. Like I think I would like mm. this game better if it didn't do the rhythm element because it doesn't do the rhythm element well. Like it's not. Mm. It's not rhythmic in that it's like oh like yeah like when I'm really feeling the music and I feel like I'm a part of the music. It's just kind of like there's this like jangly ass rock music that plays in the background and then you're just penalized for not like for being panicked when there's like 17 fucking enemies yeah. around you and you're just having to mash buttons because you're gonna die it's like that doesn't to me feel like oh yeah this is a rhythm game it's like yeah i, I guess there's rhythm elements but it, it doesn't really make me feel like i want to play yeah. along with the music the game itself and isn't set up in a way in which i'm like yeah i'm yeah. a rock star right and i think like going into how I feel about this section a little bit about the game. I think I agree with you in some aspects to that. I love like the platforming section. Like Kai was saying, this is what I grew up playing. I love that. The the narrative is very tongue in cheek. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Like I don't have to get too invested into this world, but still feel like I, I still feel like I care about some of these characters, which is, which is really cool. Um, in terms of the music, I like rhythm games and I like that kind of rhythm combat and I like the background music. I like the tracks that they, the original tracks and some of the actual music tracks that they've added, but I think you're right that those two things don't necessarily go hand in hand. Hum, I'm, hum one of them. Hum a song from this game. I couldn't tell you if he was right or wrong. I couldn't either. That's <laughs> yeah, the most exactly. frustrating part. 
Uh, it all no, sounds mean, like I, generic rock music. That's yeah, all but it like, is. I'm, I'm not saying that the they're, they're memorable. I'm saying they're enjoyable in in the moment. But I think you're right that the the combat and the music are disjointed in the sense where, and maybe that's not its intention. I don't know. I'm not, I guess the whole world goes off of like that beat in the background. But in <laughs> yeah. my head, I'm just like the music isn't the beat that I'm following. Like I'm not like like making sure I'm paying attention to the track and going on beat that way. It's just I know like normal like rhythm progression where it's like one and two like like that kind of like one two three four and hitting my notes that way and Pulse then the half the notes baby. yeah exactly so that's how i'm like going about the combat less i'm listening to the song like it's less of a guitar hero where i'm listening to the song i'm hitting notes because of the background song there's a background song and i'm hitting notes to a b and those necessarily aren't going hand in hand so i i, I can see that for sure but at least for me that hasn't really taken me out of the experience as of as of yet so hmm. ben what say you what say i um i can't really comment on the narrative because kind of like what's been said the narrative is, is fine it's, it's there do you know what i mean i was never here for the narrative um and i mean that's yeah. not to say that like that's not to say that the narrative's bad or, or whatever, but I I definitely don't think you should play this game for the narrative. You should play it for the gameplay. Mm. I have a strong suspicion, and I want to put it on record, that mm. Corsica is going to defect and join us. That's what um, I was thinking too, because she already kind of seems a little hesitant and thrown off by the information that we gave her. Yeah, because there's an entire... We didn't talk about it, but there's an entire scene where... We tell her what Spectra is, and she's like, no. But, and we basically find out that she is the only one of the heads of the company that doesn't know about Spectra and doesn't know what it's doing. Also doesn't have ad- so ac- access key. Like, she doesn't have access to the doesn't have an access key, yeah. So I have, I have a suspicion that she is going to defect and become... A partner. I don't know if it'll be the next or if it'll be a companion after, but she'll be a companion of some sort. I kind of got that um, feeling. Well, good for you guys. You get to see a lot of Corsica. (laughs) Yeah, bring me more Corsica. In terms of um, everything else, I I understand why they've gone for original music, because the whole idea is to... It's fucking expensive. I was like, they could afford, like, a couple of tracks, and like, okay, we gotta do the rest original, because this is expensive. Yeah, A, it's expensive, and also B, I think the idea was to make this game as streamer and content friendly as possible um and kind of the easiest way to do that is to make dmca free music basically and and not have the people playing it having to worry about dmca strikes and and stuff like that and i mean just at least so you're not missing it because they do have a streamer mode which takes out those songs but if a lot of the scott songs were like original or like tracks that they had purchased then you're missing a, a large part of the soundtrack that way too yeah, it also, I mean, it also begs the question of why spend the money if the idea is to get people to stream the game? Yeah, why spend the money for them to turn that off? Um, I, I think you guys have both kind of talked about what I wanted to talk about mainly, which was the fact that there's almost two rhythms in the game, and that's what feels disjointed. There's the rhythm of the music and the rhythm of the environment. And you're supposed to attack and do actions based on the rhythm of the environment. 
but I do find at times that the rhythm of the song throws me off because they don't always oh, match up and I'm I'm not entirely sure especially in track 5 um there was something about track 5 that the music just didn't match with the beat of the environment and I found myself not able to like mm-hmm. parry on time and get those triple dashes because I wasn't hitting the beats yeah so that's kind of where I started to find problems and the the idea that we're now coming across enemies that if you can't do something on beat, you get punished for that. That's kind of disappointing to me because the whole premise of the game was that you can't be disappointed for not being on beat. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just me kind of being critical. Like if I'm just sort of talking about my time with the game, like I fucking love this game. Oh I think yeah. This game's fucking brilliant. Like it's, it's got the sense of humor that I'm after. It's got that like stupid, overly confident protagonist for no damn reason. It's got the ton in cheek humor. It's got the, you know, he's blatantly going to end up getting with Peppermint. And it, it's kind of all of the anime cartoon cliches that I sort of love are in the game. And just the art style and the way it's presented. It's just a fucking grand old time. I just I'm having a lot of fun playing it. Um I can definitely see from like a critical perspective where the game has some shortcomings. Um and those are worth noting and worth talking about. But from a personal experience, I'm fucking loving it. Awesome. Fucking loving it. Cool. Well guys, how do you feel about this section of Hi Fi Rush? Let us know on our social channels or on our Discord. You can have conversations with us. But yeah, I'm curious of how you liked it, how you liked this section specifically. I know we have a couple people in our Discord community that really love Hi-Fi Rush. So I'll be curious to hear all of your uh, takes on, you know, maybe some of our, our criticisms and some shortcomings that we might have seen from this game. But In the next episode, we will be tackling tracks six through eight of this game and the penultimate episode. This is a a short, short old season here compared to our nine weeks of Mass Effect that we did. Yeah, it was a much needed, right? It was much needed. Yes, much needed break. But thank you all for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. As always, if you like what you hear, hey, you're listening on Spotify right now. I know you are. Go down. Hit that follow button if you're not following us. Follow us on there. Don't ask him how he knows that you're listening on I, Spotify. I, I, can, I have a camera in your house. I booked your house. Mm-hmm. I can see you do it. He Hit that follow button. Leave us a review if you like what you hear here. It helps. Hear, hear? Hear, hear. Helps more people find our show. And we like that. We want more people to listen because it's exciting and it's fun. But yeah, next episode we will be covering... Give us tr- money. Well, I mean, if you want to. You don't, you don't have to. You do. You don't have to. Track six. Garrett knows where you live. Next time. Guys, we love you. Peace out. Yeah, no seriousness. Love you. Bye. Bye.